1: Yes, the East Fremantle Sharks theme song. Of course, they will be playing Peel Thunder in a big waffle second semi-final this weekend. But they are also the subject of a salary cap investigation by the West Australian Football Commission. And joining us on the show to talk about that is the East Fremantle president, Mark Stewart. Mark, welcome.
0: Good morning,
1: how are you? I'm very well, thank you, mate. Now, can you tell us what, what is happening here? As we understand it, the subject of this is some superannuation payments and some potential trophies that might not have been included or properly included in your, in your salary cap. Is that right?
0: Yeah, I, I can't go into each and every detail because the audit is still ongoing. Um, but what I can say, you know, talking to the, the, the press release that we gave over the weekend, is there's some administrative errors um, that uh, we're talking through with the Commission on and uh, addressing.
1: Will these errors be the subject of a hearing at some stage, Mark? Like, how does it proceed? What's the process that will be followed here? Well, yeah,
0: that, yeah, that process is still ongoing. Um, once the audit's finished, we'll get notified, no doubt. I'd expect that uh, we'll meet with the Commission um, and you know, be after some more questions and, and, and go through the process.
1: And what what sort of time frame are we talking about? Uh, is this going to happen in season or at the end of the season? When?
0: I don't know. I've never been through this process before. Um, but, yeah, it's like any audit in any organisation. Audits can take you know, several weeks, sometimes longer.
1: Now, clearly you are part of a final series at the moment, um, and this is your uh, – well, you are in the finals last year, but you've got a real crack at it having won the minor premiership. Is there any concern mm-hmm. that this will disrupt your finals campaign?
0: Not at all. If, if you look at uh, this year, we, I think the club and uh, the player groups handled um, adversity well. We haven't had a home all year. You know, the women won a premiership. As you said, the boys are finished on top. You know, this is uh, just a bit more adversity the, 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 the club tries uh, in these situations.
1: Is this a breach that was pointed out to you and the club, Mark, or is this a breach that you found and reported to the Commission?
0: the questions around uh, information. Um, I I think we've sort of both landed on it at the same time. um, You know, they were asking for some information as we were handing that over. You know, we saw it. So there hasn't been any skullduggery or anything that's given us a competitive advantage. It's, it's, as I said, an administrative issue.
1: So you're saying, absolute point blank, that there was no attempt to seek a competitive advantage over the competition with these breaches? 100%. Has the Commission given you any indication as to what penalties might apply if you're found guilty of salary cap breaches? Clearly, there's a precedent in place from earlier this year where South Rumanal were pinged eight premiership points.
0: No, nah, well, the, the audit's still un, un, uh, underway, so it's not until the audit's finished that, that you have that conversation. So, um, you know, it's probably got a few more weeks to go yet, uh, and then we, uh, we, we move to that space
1: are you concerned that you might be the subject of these penalties going forward, maybe for the 2024 season?
0: Oh, you're always concerned um, with these sort of things, but you can only deal with that, the cards that you're handed and uh, will act appropriately.
1: So clearly the rules on this are pretty clear, and as I understand it, the superannuation aspect of this is something that was paid twice but only recorded once. How does an error like that happen?
0: Um, we're actually just drilling down, looking at our processes now, um, and that will, that will, the outcome of that will be to, to do that differently.
1: Is there a concern that someone at the club will be held accountable for this?
0: Well, at, at, we're currently uh, addressing this issue. Uh, what we want to do is get the processes right. Um, you know, staff have reviews uh, regularly. Um, at the end of the day, what we want to do is address this issue with the Commission.
1: And how have the Commission been to deal with on this? Are they understanding or are they um, questioning your conduct? No, they've
0: been very good. Michael Roberts and his team have been very good. Um, They've asked the questions. We've supplied the information. Um, I I can't fault them at all.
1: Okay. Um, Is there any real excuse for a waffle club not following the right processes on salary cap reporting and income reporting for their players?
0: Yeah, no, there's, there's no excuse. Um, what we have to do is we have to learn from this. We need to get better, uh, improve our processes, uh, and uh, make sure it doesn't happen again.
1: Tell us about, uh, let's get back onto footy, tell us about the excitement building at the club for a second semi-final that can set you up from a real, for a real tilt at the flag, basically.
0: Oh, it's a great opportunity, and, and you know, yeah, talking to a number of the senior players that have been around a while, like you know, the skipper and Cam Erdley. those guys have given so much to our footy club and for these guys to be in a position where we've got a a cracking final this week and uh, they ultimately know what the prize is and uh, that's what we're all playing for and that's what we want everyone to get around and get down to Fremantle Oval I I never thought I'd be saying that for a home game but yeah, get down to Fremantle Oval and uh, support the
1: Blue and White What's your record like at Fremantle Oval? I know you won a derby there this year but there wasn't much good up until then, was it?
0: last four there the, uh, the Leagues won <laughs> the won the Colts won and the Girls
1: won so we've, we've got a pretty good record there. <laughs> I'm talking about your league team Mark um, <laughs> well, I'm, I'm talking about results <laughs> do you get any benefit out of playing the the two games in the final series last year
0: yeah absolutely it's all about experience and you know equipping people equipping the players you know, you know they thrive in it they love it and uh, I just think it's a great opportunity for the club you know, We're in a great period, we're going to have a new facility shortly And uh, yeah, all, all is looking well for the future of the Sharks
1: What's the time frame for that new facility? When will that be finished?
0: Um, yeah, We're expecting to be playing games there next year yeah, Some suggestion the first quarter of next year So you know, whether we play the first few away It'd be great to have another game in Geraldton And uh, on the subject of Geraldton I hope you, uh, you talk about that this, uh, today yeah, The Northampton... Uh, on the first premiership in 18 years against Railways. And, uh, you know, that's a part of our, our district and the work that we do up there. Yeah, we're really proud of that. So uh, to have a new facility, not only to look after our people in the, in the metro, but to actually help the country uh, focus, all well, would be great.
1: Yes, of course, Northampton beat Railways. Railways on the scoreboard were ahead by a point yeah. when the siren went, but the goal umpires who officially keep the score... Confirmed that the scores were actually level. Went into extra time, and Northampton managed to win. And of course, that meant Josh Kennedy and Harry Taylor won premierships for their uh, hometown, which was a dream come true for both of them. It's, Just seems that it, Cam- was,
0: it, was, it, was, it was it was good. A long One of our board members, uh, he took a contingent of people up there to watch it, and uh, they said it was a cracking game of football and very confusing at the end. But uh, no doubt, uh, Northampton would be would probably be still celebrating
1: seems that counting is a bit of a problem at East Fremantle at the moment, Mark. Oh,
0: we weren't counting scoreboards.
1: <laughs> so, mate, just back on the salary cap thing, is it right that one of the players involved in this was a player that didn't actually play for East Fremantle in the 2022 season, which is the season this refers to, that basically he ended up as an SSP player at West Coast and therefore didn't take part in the season for you? Yeah,
0: we're just working through the detail again. A lot of this stuff how It's reported, and again, you know, what we want to do. I'm not going to go into the specifics of each issue, but a lot of this comes down to how we report it and the way it needs to be done. Again, it's going to be a learning curve um, for the team going forward in making sure we exceed the expectations that's required around this issue.
1: So, are you happy with the process that the WAC has in place for an issue like this?
0: Absolutely, as I said, Michael Roberts and his team have been very good to deal with. Um, I think you know, what you've got as much as These things aren't great. It's got to be a a, a learning, um, no doubt, for our club, but uh, for other clubs. And uh, I think the Commission go away and they look at how they do it. And at the end of the day, we've got to make sure football becomes better out of these things.
1: Yes, we do. Of course, in a professional league like the WAFL, it is. probably fairly unacceptable I think that uh, breaches, even accidental breaches like this can occur. Mark thanks so much for joining us on the show and coming on and putting your club's position on this and uh, all the best in the second semi-final against Peel this weekend. Talk soon, thank you. That's Easter or President Mark Stewart, of course, joining us to talk through those alleged salary cap breaches or irregularities in the way they were reporting their salary cap, which is under investigation by the WE Football Commission as we speak. What do you think? You can have your say on the Temper at Bed Shed text line on 0487 736 736. You can give us a call on the open line on 13 12 55. We are, as always, brought to you by Ozuzu and you can live your own way in the seven seater Izuzu MUX. See your Izuzu ute dealer today. We'll be back with more after the break.